Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Color Healing Radio the world's first radio channel devoted to helping you obtain clarity, healing, and peace through the use of color. Are you curious about the healing power of color? Stay tuned for the Color Calendar with Elaine Marie. Change your colors and you change your world. episode of The Color Calendar, brought to you by Aura House School of Color and Light at ColorTherapySchool.com. I'm your host, Elaine Marie, and I will be your guide as we look through life's kaleidoscope to find the most colorful people and the most colorful events in the world. Well, it's officially summertime here in Rhode Island, and since the living is supposed to be easy, I am taking July off from interviewing a guest to talk to you about life, liberty, and my pursuit of color. I'll also be sharing a special freedom meditation and, of course, this month's global calendar of events. You know, I'm often asked how I got involved in color healing. And so I thought I would begin the show today by sharing with you my personal color journey. In the beginning, there were crayons, and I knew it was good. I received my first box of these waxy creations when I was about three years old. Whenever I felt inspired or just wanted to block out my noisy family, I would empty the yellow box onto the floor and let the crayons roll where they may until I eventually caught them and laid them out in front of me like some exotic oriental fan. Well, for hours I would lie on my stomach with my feet pointing skyward, immersed in my own little coloring world of castles and horses and everything girly. As a child, my favorite colors were pink, red, magenta, midnight blue, and thistle. But there were some crayons I didn't like, and they were flesh and burnt umber, which I thought were just plain gross. Well, like many of you, I began my appreciation of color through nature. In school, I was that smart-alecky kid 
who chastised others for not coloring correctly. No, pumpkins are not blue, and no, the sun is not green. You're not doing it right, I would insist. I probably sounded a lot like Hermione from Harry Potter. You know, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. But while I was quick to crusade for the true colors of nature, I sure wasn't adverse to trying a new color combination myself whenever I thought the other kids weren't looking. Like the day I colored a completely black horse with a thick toothpaste white mane and tail. Well, I thought that fantasy horse did not exist except in my own little mind until a few years ago when I saw a photo online of the gorgeous gypsy vanner stallion called Tormenta de Fuego. Anyway, I grew up in a military family, which means we moved every few years or so to such diverse locales as Texas, Germany, Mississippi, Italy, and Alaska. Now, Alaska, from what I can remember, was very colorful. And if you've never visited our 49th state, you might think that it was one glittery white snowball. It's not, or at least it wasn't. (laughs) I lived there when I was six years old, and I remember the green trees, the blue icebergs, and, of course, the beautiful rainbow display of northern lights. But I also remember a lot of yellow. In fact, there was a neighbor lady, I remember, who asked me to pick the yellowest dandelions from our front yard and to bring them to her. She said she made butter from the milk of the dandelions, and when she had, she would invite me over for some nice hot bread and very yellow butter. Well, back then I was a gullible kid, And I suppose she was pulling my leg because I have never, ever heard of dandelion butter since, unless it was somebody adding dandelions to real butter. But I do remember how good that melted butter tasted on my bread and how very bright and yellow it was, just like the huge Alaskan sun. Color-wise, the country of Italy was quite a change from Alaska. We lived close to Brindisi in a small town called Lariano, and our house was called the Blue Villa, a powdery blue mini-mansion surrounded by acres of vineyards. The southern Italian land wasn't spectacular. It was mostly a dry-looking brown with specks of olive green, but when the persimmon trees were full, you never saw such a symphony of orange. It was really beautiful. Luckily, no matter how often we moved, I could always find some color to play with. In junior high, I abandoned my crayons and tuned my color radar to feeling groovy as I attempted to update my teeny bopper wardrobe. In home ec, I made this awful, and I mean awful, geometric orange and hot pink mini dress not unlike something Marsha Marsha or one of the other Brady Bunch girls might wear. But the truth is, I wasn't a very good seamstress, and so its shelf life was extremely short since I couldn't actually wear it. I think it went to Salvation Army or maybe the garbage. I don't know because, you know, when mothers get a hold of things, they just disappear, don't they? Years later, I caught the disco fever, and that's when I had reached my 20s. And not just on Saturday nights either. I was discoing on Wednesdays and Fridays. 
It was the late 1970s, the era of shiny, multicolored mini dresses and platform shoes, and was my closet full of them. I was particularly fond of wearing the silvers and the coppers and the golds, and when I was on the dance floor, the light from the revolving disco ball would just cover me in rainbows, and I really loved that. As Irene Cara sang in the movie Flashdance, what a feeling. Coloring miniatures and building room boxes and dollhouses was my new passion in the 80s, which allowed me to be both colorful and creative. One of my favorite creations is the Caribbean Gift Shop. It's the largest room box I own, and it features an exotic island panorama and vibrant paintings on the walls. And it reminds me of a shop that Nick and I visited in St. Lucia once. All the colors I saw there seemed so much brighter than anywhere else I had ever been. Anyway, back to the miniatures. Eventually, I became a real mini-maniac. And over the years, I built an Irish pub, a baseball diamond with bleachers, a riding stables, a doll shop, a zoo with a train, a seaside cottage, a Christmas shop, and a haunted house. And as much as I love doing it, miniature making is an expensive little hobby, so I don't do it so much anymore. But maybe I'll go back to it when I'm an old lady and wearing purple. Hmm. You know, come to think of it, I am an old lady in some circles, and I have the Senior Citizen Center membership card to prove it. So maybe I'll be getting back to miniatures soon. It wasn't until I was a professional writer in my 30s and was suffering from an unusual case of writer's block that color truly became my muse. One day I walked into a metaphysical bookstore in Rhode Island with the intention of buying a few books, some music, and maybe a crystal or two. And there, in a large sunny window, were over 100 square glass bottles, each containing two different colored layers of liquid. Well, that was my introduction to Aurasoma, the holistic therapy which uses the healing energies of colors, plants, and crystals. After that discovery, I couldn't get enough color. I wanted to breathe it, drink it, eat it, wear it. This led me to years of studying and researching color and eventually earning my certification as a professional color therapist and developing my own color therapy products along with a new method of creative writing called Rainbow Writing, two days after the tragic events of 9-11. I found myself anxious, upset, and desperately in need of the color green. So I hightailed it to my local metaphysical shop, where I found a beautiful opalescent apple green stone, and I instinctively clutched it to my heart. Almost immediately, I felt better. I felt happier. And I didn't know it at the time, but that stone was chrysoprase, which is considered to be a great healer because it eases sorrow and it is emotionally uplifting. Except for the drab military shades I grew up with, I've always loved green. Until I had become a color therapist, I hadn't realized it was so healing. When I read that hugging green trees was therapeutic, I couldn't wait to try it. And then one day, Nick and I were in England visiting Sherwood Forest. 
and I found the opportunity. I found my tree, and I hugged and hugged. And did I feel silly? Yes, I did. Did I feel better? Absolutely. And for the record, you know, I'm going to bet that old Robin Hood was a tree hugger too. I don't know how I can prove that. Anyway, so here I am today in the year 2016, enjoying my fabulous 60s. And guess what? I'm back to coloring with crayons. Only now I'm leading workshops on coloring mandalas instead of horses. And my favorite crayons are blue-green, Caribbean green, and hot magenta. Of course, these days I require a good solid desk and a straight-back chair for all my serious coloring work. No more on-the-floor coloring for me. And in fact, if you ever, ever find me lying face down on the floor, don't think I'm coloring. Call the medics, please, because I can't get up. in the United States, we show our patriotism by proudly flying American flags to celebrate our independence from England. It is a message of unity, for no matter how you feel about the state of our nation today, it did take a lot of gumption for our ancestors to stand up to the authorities and say, hey, I'm not happy with the way things are going on around here, and I demand a really big change. In the Declaration of Independence, which was adopted by the Continental Congress on July 4, 1776, this powerful statement was included in the historical document. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It takes tremendous courage to be a patriot, to be thought a traitor by some and a hero by others, 
Lightworkers understand this because when you are a patriot of the light, your motives are frequently scrutinized. So we often hide this self-evident truth for fear of ridicule and rejection. I am a light worker, but I haven't always lived my truth. At 19, I could no longer reside in an unhealthy, dysfunctional environment, and so I traveled thousands of miles away to a city where no one knew me. My personal baggage was heavy, consisting of poor self-esteem, no faith, and greatly suspicious of everyone and their motives. So whenever the topic of family came up, I'd tell little white lies to help mask my pain and my distress. Lies served as my protective armor. Here's what I learned about lying. All that covering up will make you sick, and it's just not worth it. Even if I had decided to leave the country, assume a new identity, and try to outrun and hide from the truth, it would still have been a losing battle. Truth is always hidden in plain sight because you lock eyes on it every time you see your reflection in the mirror. How many times have you felt like a victim because you relinquished your unalienable rights just to appease others? Devoting a lifetime to gaining public approval is like taking a ride on a carousel and never stopping to catch your breath to realize how dizzy your life has become. In my own life, I've played the victim role to the hilt, supported by an abusive cast of assorted friends and family members who never tired of an encore. It took me many years before I understood that the world is filled with new audiences so there will always be varying opinions about me and my performances. I'd like to share a message from a card that I have selected from the Atlantis deck by Diana Cooper, which represents the 1,500-year period of Golden Atlantis, a time when people lived in great spiritual harmony and bliss. Today's card is divine essence, which reminds us to be true to ourselves. The Golden Atlanteans had evolved to such a high state that they were free of pretension and ego. In today's society, more and more people are coming forth to share their truths about who and why they are and what they require in their pursuit of happiness. Eventually, I did too. I learned to say no and to mean it. To stick to my decisions with no regrets. In a few cases, I had to get angry first and pull the plug on relationships because they were so unhealthy. I wished I could have had the strength to cut the toxic cords a lot sooner, but I just wasn't ready then. It's like giving up chocolate or cigarettes. Only you know when it's time. But when you are and you're successful, you're empowered because you are free. Whether you are rich or poor, famous or infamous, fat or thin, 
loved or shunned, educated or not, I encourage you to start telling the truth and embracing the wonderful person you are. I'm not suggesting you make an early deathbed confession to your family or expose all your misdeeds to the National Enquirer. But it is so much easier and far less complicated to allow the truth be told, regardless if it concerns your family, your romances, or your professional qualifications. When you live authentically, you don't need anyone else's applause or approval. You are the stage manager of your life, and if you're uncertain about the scenery, you have the unalienable right to close the curtains and change it. Isn't it time you proclaimed your own Declaration of Independence? To help you find your way, here is my gift to you, a sparkly red, white, and blue Freedom Meditation. Close your eyes and take three deep breaths. Imagine you are outside in the night holding three sparklers. Take the first sparkler and light it until it becomes a sizzling red star. Breathe in the color red, and as you do, breathe in strength and courage.
Breathe out the color red and release any fears you may have about living an authentic life. Breathe in red. Breathe out red. Breathe in red. Breathe out red. Now, light the second sparkler. This sparkler becomes a beacon of twinkling white light. Breathe in the color white and breathe in peace. Breathe out the color white and release harsh judgments from people who tell you how you are supposed to act and how you are supposed to live. Breathe in white. Breathe out white. Breathe in white. Breathe out white. Light the last sparkler, the blue one, and visualize this sparkler as your blue magic wand. Breathe in the color blue and breathe in truth, your truth, not someone else's. Breathe out the color blue and release all lies and deception. Breathe in blue, breathe out blue, breathe in blue, breathe out blue. Now, Wave your red, white, and blue sparklers high and have fun. Jump, skip, laugh, rejoice, for you have declared your independence to the world. You are ready to welcome your unalienable rights, to choose your own life, to pursue your happiness, and to finally be free, to just just be.
here's what's happening on the color calendar for July 2016. A Precious Resource is hosting a Color Therapy and Tools Workshop on Wednesday, July 6th in Lake Norman, North Carolina. On Thursday, July 7th, Lisa Berry will offer a Color Psychology and the Color Mirrors Talk in Bath, England. An Orosoma Bridge Course is being held from Thursday, July 7th through Tuesday, July 12th in Seoul, Korea. Cindy Muby is teaching a color therapy class on Saturday, July 9th in Phoenix, Arizona. Aura House School of Color and Light presents its annual online color camp for adults beginning on Monday, July 11th at colortherapyschool.com. On Friday, July 15th, Karani Connolly will lead a color and numerology workshop in Salisbury, England. Mark Wentworth is teaching a Color Yourself Slim workshop on Saturday, July 16th and Sunday, July 17th in Norwich, England. Martha Reed is hosting the Power of Seven Color Therapy Program on Monday, July 18th in Glendale, Arizona. A Color Therapy Level 1 course with Valerie Logan Clark is scheduled for Saturday, July 23rd in Wagner Regis, England. From Monday, July 25th through Thursday, July 28th, a Sensing Color Through Music workshop will be held in East Grinstead, England. A three-day Orosoma Essentials course begins on Friday, July 29th in Rome, Italy. An intensive combined crystal and color therapy practitioner training course is scheduled for Saturday, July 30th in Willenhall, England. Olive Daly is offering an Orosoma and 72 Angels of the Kabbalah workshop on Saturday, July 30th and Sunday, July 31st in Dublin, Ireland. And on Sunday, July 31st, Art and Creativity for Healing presents their Expressing Feelings with Color workshop in Laguna Hills, California. And that's what's happening on the color calendar for July. If you would like to contact the organizers of the events mentioned on the show today, or if you have a colorful event that you would like to submit for the color calendar, please email your request to AuraHouse at Yahoo.com. And if you'd like to know more about me, Elaine Marie, please visit my Aura House School of Color and Light website at ColorTherapySchool.com. And while you're there, be sure to join the Aura House mailing list to receive your free gift. It's my Colorful Planet Meditation MP3, featuring the colors green, blue, red, and white. So, until next time, no matter how you feel or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors. Namaste. Color is all around us. It has a profound effect on how we think, feel, and act. A yellow sunshine, blue skies, green grass, red roses. Take away color, and our world would look like this.
Color Cares is a 501c3 charity that uses the power of color to positively change lives. Visit our website today to learn more at www.colorcares.org and help us spread happiness in full color.